0: Hey there, this is Jonathan, welcoming you to episode 4 of the Broke Down Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you've been with us before, thank you for coming back. We're going to start off with some news, like we try to do every episode. Uh, The Dead and Company are out there on the road. Word is they're picking up the pace and playing some good shows and stuff. I heard a little bit this weekend, and I kind of liked what I heard. So if you go out there, I hope you have a great time. Let us know what you think of the shows you've seen. Maybe we can uh, do a little feature on him or something later on this summer. Phil is going to be at the 50th Anniversary Monterey International Pop Festival on June 18th. And then later in the month, he has a few dates at Boulder as well. I'm sure more dates will come from him in due course. Seems to be doing a little bit of something all the time. Bruce Hornsby's out there on the road. He's finishing up a stretch in Chicago before coming back east. And he's going to be on the road through July also kind of big news and we've been talking about it in the past the long strange trip documentary is now completely out there in the wild on the amazon primes and whatnot you may have seen it on the big screen last month but if not get on your amazon prime or find a friend who's got it and invite yourself to a party at their house because uh, it's definitely worth your time i've only been through it one time quite enjoyed it it's pretty heavy at times i'm looking forward to getting back and having another viewing so I've got one more news item. But first, I'd like to encourage you to follow me on Twitter at BrokedownPod. That's where you'll see the most activity day-to-day, including regular news updates. Occasionally, I play a Grateful Dead show from that day in history and live tweet it as we go. That can be fun. And you can also find me on Facebook as Broke Down Podcast. The website with the show notes, track listings, and other goodies is BrokedownPodcast.blogspot.com. And you can reach me through any of those media or shoot me an email with your thoughts, criticisms, other feedback at BrokedownPod at gmail.com. So the last bit of news you probably heard. It's a big one. Um, Greg Allman of the legendary Allman Brothers Band passed away just recently. He was 69 years old, had been born back in December 1947. He passed away on May 27th, complications related to liver cancer. I, like many of you, have been an Allman Brothers fan for nearly as long as I've been a deadhead. I mean, despite, you know, the differences musically between the the two bands, there's always been a kinship between them. They were alike in many ways, you know, from their instrumentation in their lineup and the uh, sense of musical adventure. And they shared the stage several times over the years, including the 1973 Summer Jam at Watkins Glen, which garnered an entry in the Guinness Book of World Records as the largest audience at a pop festival. They had reported attendance of 600,000. So our first set of music is going to be dedicated to Greg Allman. Quick note about what you're going to hear. There's a portion of this that are patched with audience recordings, and it's substantially different from the soundboard, but it's actually quite good considering what you're hearing when it was recorded. Uh, But it is quite different. So just hang tight when it kicks in, and your ears will adjust. And then before you know it, it will shift right back to the original source. So with that warning, um, let's fire that up now, and we'll talk a bit about it on the back (music) side.
1: Thank uh-huh. you.
2: in the neighborhood. And I need you, darling, to make things all right Come on, baby, baby, please Begging you, baby, and I'm on my knees Turn on your light, let it shine on me Turn on your love light, let it shine on me Let Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine
3: Shine on me,
4: shine on me, yeah Shine on me, shine on me,
1: yeah on me, yeah
2: From a standing in the dark time. said your love for me was dying. Come on, baby, oh, come on, baby, baby, please, yeah, baby, please. please, begging your baby, begging, begging your baby, heart. on my knees, Go on my, my knees, turn on your light. Do uh, your light, Shine on your light, oh, on me. Shine on your light, on your let it shine on me. 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 Shine let on let me. Let it shine. Shine on let me. Make me feel good. Shine on me. Yes, I do. Shine on me. Real in the morning. Shine on Let it shine. Shine on me. me. Let it be Shine on me. Got Shine on me. Got to feel Shine on me. Got to feel good. I feel be better Got to feel nicer Yes, I do Sometimes nice <laughs> Sometimes sometime <laughs> In the morning, morning Just before The day is dawning Sometimes I make, make it hungry, and I, all I need a little love. A little I guess I got to make me feel pretty good, and make me feel nice. Yes, it is do. My my, my, my oh Lord. Wait a minute! That you got to do. If you need a little company in the evening, you look around yourself. That's the first thing you do. (laughs) And you find yourself a pretty little maiden that you may want to keep company with this evening. And I tell you what to do. Instead of standing around like some kind of fool, like so. You take your hands out of your pockets and get something together. That's the first thing you do. But I tell you, I never get lonesome. Cause I got myself an old lady that won't quit. She's about nine foot tall, six foot wide and she wiggles like pigs fighting in a sack. That keeps me pretty happy. So i tell you what, when I get lonesome, all I got to do is I reach over my left shoulder. Ask my rider to turn on over. a you do every time. Do it better every time, too. I ain't lying. Would I lie to you? I might, but you never know about it. But, but when things begin to eat, There's one thing I asked my baby. I said, "Please, I said darling, shine on your light. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. You up on my soul, that's all I need. To show. Get better, shine on me, light, get oh, oh. shine on me, yes, my shine on me, yes, my shine on me, yes,
1: shine on me." Yes, Chao! Sure.
0: Good night. Wow. So many of you probably spotted it, but that was uh, 1970, February 11th, Fillmore East. It was just, just the Dark Star and the Spanish Jam and the Love Light. Just. Pretty substantial piece of music, actually. So we had some guests on that, as you may know. Arthur Lee of Love adds, comes in on Dark Star, some percussion. Then there's a third guitar player, audible pretty early in Dark Star, and a little while thereafter has Peter Green. Then uh, Dwayne Allman enters in the middle of the Dark Star. Greg Allman shows up and adds organ and vocals during Love Light, and Barry Oakley reportedly shows up during the Love Light as well on a second bass guitar. And some say that Fleetwood Mac member Danny Kerwin's guitar is also discernible in the background. It's kind of hard to say. Um, I have to lean towards what the eyewitnesses and other folks have reported, because some of those third and fourth guitars, fifth guitars, they're hard to pick out at times. Dwayne's pretty distinct. Obviously, Jerry and Bobby are quite familiar to our ears. But after that, it starts to get a little muddy. The Allman Brothers Band, along with Love, opened up this entire run. And it's not the first or last time the Almonds would share a stage, but it was a pretty significant moment, as you could just heard. The Dark Star gets good and open, like real early. Uh, the additional guitars thicken up the sound, and you know if you listen carefully, it's quite rewarding. Um, in fact, if you need to play it again, I'll I'll just I'll wait. Okay, thanks for coming back. Uh, so as I said, they really leave any notion of dark star behind pretty early and uh they get way out um and in the fact they go all the way out to the bolero-esque spanish jam which is super heavy phil and bobby are way up in one channel there in the recording that i think is the right recording that i used for this and uh and all the guitars seem to be over in the other side and you can hear midway through the jam they start trading the licks um i i think there's still peter green is duane allman and jerry Oh, guys, whoa! The organ playing gets kind of kind of picks up in the latter half, and I, it leads me to believe that Greg Allman actually may have stepped in during that. Then um, they abruptly drop into Love Light. This is just really, if you think about it, even if you hadn't just heard it, <laughs> if you think about it, this is the perfect opportunity for for this group of players. You know, there's a lot of R and B and soul uh, talent on the stage at this point. Um, pig steps up to the front of course and, uh, and and slays it in the first verses and the deck is really stacked for this long and groovy love like uh, the guitar meltdowns and then greg takes a verse and a couple of choruses and you have bobby providing uh, backup on to greg's verses just like he does for pig pen at some point and then Pigpen comes back and greg can be heard backing up pig pen i mean that's crazy it's so good um, I could talk about this jam all night, probably. My notes are well lo- more than what I've talked about here, but that's not going to make it any more significant or make it any better. So I hope you really enjoyed that. Once again, I want to say farewell to Brother Greg. He uh, was laid to rest this past weekend with beside his brother Dwayne and Barry Oakley. So now let's veer forward into the future a little bit a little bit closer to our original plan for this episode it is june and as we have in the previous episodes we're going to keep with the monthly theme for now and um i don't know about where you guys are but where i'm sitting right now it is already hot here we are at the beginning of june and getting a good sweat on but as long as it's grateful dead we'll do fine Anyways, I, I also wanted I wanted to jump back after our recent episodes to a little bit of the single drummer, Grateful Dead. And so what we have here is very different to the one we heard just now, uh, as well as what we heard in our 77 or 78 episodes, because we're going to take a peek at June 1973. We're going to do that in two parts. And before we get into the 1st tell you a little bit about where the band was. So, 73 started early for the band. Shows early February in Palo Alto and the new sound system that would grow into the wall of sound, and they had a they had a bunch of new songs. That was the Roscoe Maples Amphitheater. It's a pretty cool show. I had it on tape ages ago, and it was one of probably three or four, four or five 73 tapes that I leaned on very heavily, one of which we're going to hear a little bit of later today. And yeah, the other, well, we'll get to it. So, um... They toured throughout March and then took a little time off in April, and then in May they played three shows, including one of those tapes that I mentioned, the legendary Kizar Stadium show on 526. Um, That was, you know, another big, like, three cassette tapes and killer show. As I understand it, they were originally going to do a full summer tour with the Almonds that summer, but the death of Barry Oakley in late 72, those plans were scaled way back. So in June they played a two-night stand in Washington, D.C., And then in July, they played the Summer Jam in Watkins Glen that I mentioned earlier, also with the band. But in between, the Dead did a short run in late June down the West Coast, starting in Vancouver. They leapfrogged to Portland, back up to Seattle, and then jumped all the way down to Universal City for a three-night run at the Universal Amphitheater. So we are going to start on the West Coast without any more nonsense or spoilers or what have you. We're going to get on with some tunes. Enjoy. (coughs)
3: I feel tears welling up from down deep inside Like my heart's got a big break And I'm now alone in a sharp and painful That I may never shake You might think that I'm taking it nice Since you broke me off with a call I wager that I'll hide a sorrow where I might lay right down and bone Now the race is on and on winner
4: Good like night. Was e a
3: It's just reason. Oh, it's just a mind. My... short sure break and we'll be back in a few minutes so everybody
0: hang loose. welcome back so that was from June 26, 1973 at the Seattle Center Arena in Seattle Washington we heard Box of Rain The Race is On China Cat Sunflower and I Know You Writer Playing in the Band and H.C. Sunshine this was the third show of the West Coast Run it was an indoor gig in what would later be called the Mercer Arena and currently is not in existence Well, both sets are excellent. Decent tapes circulate. In addition to what we just heard, the second set is a Black Peter and a substantial chunk of jamming. um, That includes an other one into Bobby McGee into other ones. Pretty nice. So the Box of Rain and the Races On we just played are standard great. Figured they'd make a nice preface to some jamming. We heard a Smooth China Rider, which I quite enjoyed. And then the playing in the band gets pretty damn deep. This is fairly typical for the era, I think. It's definitely not the longest nor the shortest example for 73. I, I love how, as Jerry's digging around into in every corner of the song, Billy basically abdicates any authority for the rhythm, and um, Phil seems to be the guy in charge. He really drives him through some thunderous changes. Uh, we get We get a little more of that kind of thing later on. And then... I I chose to put in Here Comes Sunshine, not only because it's a favorite song of mine, and we happen to be stopping by 73, which is a good spot to get one, but I did a little poll, maybe it was last week or sometime, and asked some folks what kind of jams they'd like to hear, and somebody specifically asked for Here Comes Sunshine. And I'm sorry that was not a jammed-out version, but it was pretty nice, and I hope you enjoyed it. So we've got another chunk of music. It's a good chunk of music. Let's get to it.
4: you. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, welcome back. We just heard from June 10th, 1973 at RFK Stadium in Washington, D.C. Eyes of the World and "Stella Blue, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, It Takes a Train to Cry, and That's All Right, Mama. The uh, last two songs featured guests of Merle Saunders, Dickie Betts, and Butch Trucks. So these come from the second of two nights at RFK, in which the Grateful Dead shared the bill with the almonds, along with openers... uh, Doug Somm Band and Wet Willie. This was a, kind of a massive upgrade in space com- as compared to the Fillmore East where they played only three years earlier together. RFK is basically my home turf. My first show was there. It's got a warm spot on my heart, so forgive me if I sound biased or something about this show. It's not just because of those things. This is just such a great show. Both of them are really good. This one just stands out. I knew a guy for whom this was his first show, I knew him pretty well quite some time ago. He he rode up from Richmond, Virginia on the back of somebody's motorcycle for that show. And he, he basically didn't miss an RFK show after that for 22 years. Uh, similar but unrelated, I, I remember walking into the first night of RFK 95 and encountering a group of people whose first shows were that weekend of 6.9 and 6.10. I think, you know, shows that big in that time frame were likely to have a lot of First time fans. And, and the way they're playing, it's no wonder they generated repeat customers or whatever. Anyway, so this group of people, they all wore t shirts that were made to commemorate their 22nd anniversary, you know, their first show roughly. And um, several of them took their picture with me because I was carrying a sign indicating the number of days since the last RFK Here Comes Sunshine, which was at this show, 61073. So sadly, we did not get an HC Sunshine that night. Or at RFK at all uh, ever again, but I uh, I did my part. But let's focus. So this is a th- another big three-set show. The ninth was only two sets because the almonds closed the night. Um, that thirty thousand people in attendance, which is pretty good for a summer Sunday night. So they had reportedly had fifty thousand the night before. I can just picture the the smoke column rising through the. The kind of oblong shaped r- roof uh, of rfk uh when the lights were on and uh the freaks apparently were climbing out on top of the stadium and up the speaker towers and it sounds like a wild time they played <laughs> well they played a lot of material across three sets the first set is really rocking and jamming but it opens with a morning freakin' do uh there's a lovely road jimmy uh great bird song and playing in the band closed the set the fact that i didn't mention all the songs doesn't does not deprecate any one of them they're all pretty good performances the um, Eyes china doll that we heard here opens set two my dear friend andy whose opinion on grateful dead i greatly respect has called this the best eyes of the world i love it and i would put it up as a contender absolutely though some days i might go for a 74 version but i'd really like to hear what you guys think so if anybody's got any strong opinions either way uh, let me know your favorite eyes of the world let me know if you strongly feel that 610 doesn't belong at the top or near the top of that list um, if you can do that politely i'd love to hear it so thank you and uh, just yeah, reach out shoot us an email hit me up on twitter post something on the facebook thread so anyways we're going to talk more about it so this big it's a big eyes with all the trimmings phil leads them through the heavy changes Honestly, it's hard to fathom how long this eyes is because it just it moves and kind of flies in utter defiance of time and space. Um, just kind of like that massive mind-bending dark star that's also in this set. Um, despite the assertions of Rolling Stone, there's a Rolling Stone review out there. I'll try to link it on the blog. The writer seemed to assert that the dark star lasted for three to four hours. I can testify that that is not accurate. So set three, though, it's Gravy. It's a rock and roll set with additional helping of Dickie Betts and Butch Trucks and the Almond Brothers and, and Merle Saunders on the keys. So I've included two of the tracks from this set because I love them so much. It's uh, Of course, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, it Takes a Train to Cry, and That's Alright Mama. Both of these were more frequently actually played by Jerry Band than um, including with Merle. But regardless of that, these are really fine performances. The the former was on that uh, Postcards from the Hanging compilation for Grateful Dead playing Bob Dylan songs. It's a great set. If you don't have it, seek it out. And the uh, latter is just a good rocker. Um, there's a good bit of interplay between Betts and Garcia on them as well. So um, I really enjoyed digging into those. I hope you guys did too. So that does it for Episode 4 of the Broke Down Podcast. Uh, before I let you go, I'm going to encourage you again to follow me at Broke Down Pod on Twitter. I, again, do news updates, uh, live tweet uh, this day on Grateful Dead History playback I'm listening to a show. Um, you can also, again, find me on Facebook at Down Podcast. Uh, the website's got the show notes and track listings, and it's an easy place to point a friend if you want them to check this out. If you think they'll enjoy it, please do tell a friend. Point them to BrokedownPodcast.blogspot.com. And you can reach me through any of those things. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you think, what your thoughts, hopes, dreams, etc. might be for the show. And that email address is BrokedownPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be coming back to you in about four weeks. Until then, be well.